Be sure to get down, good Lord, with the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, man, they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to AC, DC to Cali. You can't get them out of your mind, no. They talk about the sports all the time. All right, welcome to Two Idiots Talking Sports. I'm your host, Alex, joined by first-time guests, Brett and Dean. What's up, Brett and Dean? Welcome to the pod. Pleasure to be here. here. Yeah. Replacing, this is our third annual March Madness preview. Replacing Ben and Eddie, who both bailed on us, but I couldn't be happier because Brett and Dean, we have one college athlete in our presence. Does college baseball translate well over to picking the tournament? Well, college baseball is also a 64-team tournament, a little bit different setup. So <laughs> having been through multiple 64-team tournaments, I feel like that gives me a little bit of a, an edge in the... All right. I don't know. I've, I don't, I've never watched a lot of college baseball, but we'll see if it translates. Not many people have. <laughs> Brett, what do you got? Well, tell me about yourself. You know, high school golf doesn't really translate over <laughs> into this super well. Not a whole lot of college athletic experience. Dabbled in a couple uh, intramural tournaments in my day. But that's that's about it. But I'm I'm excited for for another March. Let's uh, let's let the productivity at work just completely fall off. Get the multiple screens going and uh, worry mm-hmm. only about basketball for the next few you, weeks. And you guys are both leaving your company, so you, I get to count on you guys, not only of watching a lot of basketball recently, which I know from Dean texting me throughout the day about 11 o'clock games, but also you guys are both leaving soon, so I imagine going forward you'll be watching all the games as well. So we work at the same company. I'm confident nobody at that company is listening to, to this <laughs> podcast because we're pretty much the only people that work at this company, and <laughs> because of that being that we're, we're both leaving. Yeah, Brett was uh, at, at home watching uh, sports all week, getting his wisdom teeth removed, and I was in the office with a large screen on my desk dedicated yeah. to conference tournaments and exclusively to conference tournaments. To, all right. to that wisdom teeth point, I don't know if there's going to be any sort of drug testing for this podcast, but... <laughs> um, I'm just more worried about the beer you're drinking that's going to combine <laughs> with all the painkillers you're on. We'll see. We'll see how we're, uh, we're standing at the end of this thing. But watching basketball for the last week makes you an expert for this podcast. I did two hours of research, and basically that's all everything I know, so we're going to just jump right in. All right, starting with the East region. Uh, in this region, this is Villanova, Purdue, who I love, Texas Tech. What do you guys think of the East? Who do you like? What, what were your initial reactions when you look at the East bracket? I would say my initial reaction was a general excitement for the possible matchup. I may be jumping ahead of myself a little bit here, but the possible matchup between Villanova and West Virginia. Um, I just I love guard play during uh, during the tournament, and mm-hmm. Villanova's got a couple of the best guards in the tournament, and as does West Virginia. And the offensive mind of guards of of Villanova versus the defense of West Virginia. Uh, of Carter and yeah. and West Virginia, that's an awesome matchup, potential matchup. I think you're getting ahead of yourself because I've watched Virgin- West Virginia play several games in a row now, and I just don't like. I don't feel like they struggle to score, and I think Wichita State for them is going to be a tough matchup. I like Wichita State ever since their coach blew off college of Charleston to go. He, Marshall, what's his name? Greg Marshall. Is there, yeah, 
hired by College of Charleston, two days later backs out of the deal, goes on to Wichita State. Wichita State turns into what they are now, 25-game winners, like four years in a row. Anyway, I would, yeah, I would also like to give a quick shout-out to Wichita State for having the cojones to jump to a better conference and as such, they went from a conference where they would have to win it in order to make the tournament into a conference where they didn't even win the conference and they're a four seed. So I like that out of them. I didn't even know they switched conferences. So there you go. Uh, all right. Let's look at what are our talking points. Best first round matchup. I got one already ready to go. So I'm going to jump in. Virginia Tech versus Bama. I was going to go to that because uh, I was curious to hear your, your thoughts. I mean, that's the, the wife's alma mater. Right? Yeah, my wife went to Tech, so as all my buddies know back east, I've been repping Hokies hard for the last maybe four weeks, basically since they beat Duke. They beat Duke and UVA this year, I believe. But Bama, they're, they're rolling right now. And Sexton, he's hot. Possibly, <laughs> possibly best guard in the country in yeah. terms of talent. Well, as a Knicks fan, I've been monitoring his stock a lot because he's in the Knicks drafting range, and he's a freaking beast. Lord knows they could use it. I like Tech, though, more. I like Tech over Bama because, yes, everyone's going to pick Bama because Colin Sexton's a stud and just had that game winner against A&M, and everyone's excited about him, as they should be. He's awesome. But Tech has wins over UVA, Duke, and UNC. I'm taking Tech. I think that's going to be the best game in this bracket in the first round. Brett, is there any other... Matchups you like? Uh, I'm looking at that West Virginia Murray State. You know, you always have the 12 5. West Virginia, they're hot right now. They play good defense. I, I just don't know that I'm completely sold on West Virginia. Now, they're in our backyard here, um, so we might have a chance to go down and actually watch them play in person. Yeah, but, they're in the San Diego region. You know, defense, defense wins championships, but uh, the, the Big 12, year in, year out, Kansas. Dean and I have this argument all the time in the living room here. Kansas wins it, 14 straight seasons. You know, how, how is that one of the best conferences? And, you know, West Virginia couldn't take them down. So, I, I don't know. I heard Mike Krzyzewski today talking, and it, it made me sick to my stomach when he said the Big 12 was the best conference. This is Mike Krzyzewski, an ACC coach, said the Big 12 was the best conference this year, top to bottom. And I'm thinking in my head, you cannot consider yourself a good conference if one team has won it 14, 15 years in a row. Yeah. By definition, like yeah. the, the WCC doesn't get dominated by Gonzaga the way yeah. that the Big 12 gets dominated by Kansas. Yeah, that's true. And can't, well, we're going to talk more about Kansas in a bit. Uh, another thing I like is the, uh, this, this bracket has the 11C playing game, which like four years in a row or however many years they've been doing it always translates into a run into the tournament. So whether it's UCLA or St. Bonaventure, I'm taking them over Florida. Florida's streaker shooting anyway. Texas Tech is a defensive team that can't score a lot. I like them to go. Whoever wins that game, I have going to the Sweet 16. I love the Bonnies. Yeah. I got the Bonnies in that too. I don't. I haven't seen much out of UCLA this year. I just haven't seen them play. I've, I've been reading about the Bonnies, yeah. and they just sound like the the team that America can get behind this yeah. year. They're the I, VCU of 2018. I like it too because you get the two for one. You just you circle both. Any bracket where you have to pick the the playing games, I'm out on. Or any tournament. Yeah, you don't have to pick it till you already know who won it. Yeah. All right. Um, what else do we have? All right, let's talk about best potential matchup and who do we think is coming out of this bracket. Uh, you guys, we t- I like West Virginia 
Wichita State, I think is going to be freaking awesome. I've also got an eye on Arkansas versus Purdue. We haven't talked about Purdue yet. Dean, we were watching some games last weekend, and I mentioned I've seen Purdue play more this year than I think any team in the tournament, which is super random. I don't even like Purdue, but every time I turn on a TV, they're on. I love them. I love Purdue. They're guard-heavy. Haas is a beast. I mean, he's slow, but he's big as hell. they got multiple seven-footers. They've got wings. They've got shooters for days. I actually like Purdue. If they get by Arkansas and Daniel Gafford, who's an NBA prospect, stud big man, I like them to go all the way to the Final Four, which is probably ridiculous because Villanova's maybe the best team in the tournament, but I just think they have, they have enough depth and enough of everything where they could do it. I agree that Purdue is a very good team, and I watched them play a game earlier this year. I watched them play a couple games earlier this year where they looked totally and utterly dominant with the senior guards and the multiple seven-footers, as you mentioned, down low. But the way that they performed down the stretch, um, they lost four out of their last 12 games. And then mm. they. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's a direct stat pulled from ESPN. I didn't just. I didn't just I've got a lot. I've top. got a lot of those too. And just stats um, I pulled from ESPN. But they lost. They lost four games down the road, down the uh, stretch, and their performance in the Big Ten tournament. And the Big Ten isn't that good this year. And it's true. They only have four. I think four teams make the tournament. We're, 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 this is not a traditional year where the Big Ten is one of the best best conferences in basketball. So the fact that they didn't make a run in the Big Ten tournament, they lost a lot of games. It, just down the stretch, I mean, they were still a top team in the Big right. Ten. I don't have the confidence in them overall. But this bracket in general has a ton of upperclassmen <laughs> guards, which yeah. is what people always talk about going into the yeah. tournament. You've got Villanova, West Virginia, Purdue. You've got a ton of upperclassmen guards in this in this bracket, which is spooky. Yeah, you just talked me out of Purdue. I do like Purdue to the Elite Eight, though. Who did you? We already talked about sleeper. I like the eleven seed. Whoever. Do you guys? Anyone else you think can make a run here? Not really. I mean, when it comes to the best matchup, I, I personally, in looking at all the rest of the brackets, I see a lot of really good matchups that happen in in the, the middle of all of these brackets. But the East just bores me until till the Elite Eight, and that's where I see Villanova and Purdue clashing. It's the one where I think the most interesting matchup is the one two. And, you know, for all the reasons, we don't need to read. All right, so let's know, let's pick who we have winning. Who do you guys have winning this region? Nova. 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 I, I don't think there's – I mean, I would be shocked if Nova didn't come out of this bracket. With well, how good Nova is and, and they're playing well. how almost – you know, compared to some of these other brackets, not to dive into the other brackets yet, but how down the rest of these seeds are. Yeah, it's tough. Can we compare Wichita State to Arizona? I was going to take Purdue, but now since they've lost four of their last 12 and the Big Ten kind of sucks, <laughs> I've now completely retracted that. I'll take Nova because I do actually think Nova's the best team in the tournament. All right, moving on. We're moving on to the uh, West. This region, who's in the West? we got Xavier. This one, just I've had the hardest time with this team. I've seen these teams play the, play the least. Brett's UNC Tar Heels are in it as a two seed. Michigan at the three. A lot of people love Houston. How? Do you guys watch the the what, was, what, what conference is that? The Atlantic or whatever it was American. on American. American Houston Cincinnati. versus Cincinnati. I was like, I haven't seen either of these two teams play. This is gonna be great research. 
And it was just kind of this blah, defensive slugfest, and I didn't get anything out of it. Well, Cincinnati and Houston are both really good defense. I, I believe I just read that Houston is the number two defensive efficiency team in the country behind Virginia, which yeah. is obviously on a different level than everybody else. Yeah. Um, and But, I mean, Cincinnati is a very squal- solid squad. That was a good conference. Um, and, I mean, it's got Wichita State in there, too. And I, I like Houston. Um, this bracket, in general, to me, is chaos because it's brutal you've got one through six basically uh actually i actually have 12 five in this bracket but basically one through six that are real contenders and then you've got 10 sitting out there in this providence team that went to the big east championship game and looked real solid doing it took villanova to overtime took villanova to overtime yeah, this is going to be a tough bracket because unlike the last one where everyone's going to have Nova or Purdue, this bracket is going to be so many different outcomes. I don't even know. The first game matchup I really like, which you already talked about, Dean, as you wear a South Dakota shirt. South Dakota State against Ohio State. What's their player's name? I already brought it up. And you the actually, Dominator. The Dominator. He's a beast against... Uh, Bates Diop, whoever the guy in Ohio State, who everyone loves, he's worked his way into a first-round draft pick status. Also, San Diego State has won nine in a row. We're, we're recording in San Diego. I feel like we got to show the Aztecs some love. So, they got their best player back from injury a few, uh, a few games ago, too, Kel. <laughs> played real good in the tournament. He, he's my player to watch in the bracket, Trey Kel, because I coached against him five years ago. He went, <laughs> went to school up the <laughs> street. <laughs> inside nothing. information here. He hung 40 yeah. on us. He was like, they beat us by 40. I mean, he absolutely Sleepless dumb. Night, yeah. still. He was gone. a beast. I just watching this kid, they're like, oh, yeah, he's going to state. He was one of the top recruits in the Nate. Not actually one of the top, but he was like a top 40 recruit. Coach, what was the game plan going into the game against Kel? Uh, you can't strategize against him when you just know he's going to go for 40. I talked to their coach after the season was over, and I was like, oh, he's like, well, what, you know, in the, in the championship game or something, they were down like 10 with three minutes left. I was like, well, what do you do? He's like, you just give the ball to Trey Cal and just cross your fingers. And Cal just scored like 15 points in the last three minutes and they won the, won the championship. I mean, he pretty much did that in their conference championship he was game. A be- he's, I'm Absolute happy for him. Beast. He was hobbling too. And just beast mode that second half. I've been bragging that I coached against this guy for four years and State has never done anything since his freshman year, since the last time they were in the tournament. So I'm happy he's finally in there. The other team, so I like SDSU. I like South Dakota State as potential upset bids. For no other reason, South Dakota State. Wait, do you have both SDSUs as upset bids in this bracket? I don't know if I have the balls to pick SDSU. Which SDSU? San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) I I like South Dakota. I got them both. both. Ohio State's uh, lost three of their last five. I love looking for those. I always love, like, oh, are they stumbling? There's no way they're going to win their first round game. I always pick, even though it's a ridiculous thing to follow. And we already talked about how we aren't that hot on the Big Ten this year. Big Ten's not that good. Yeah, so South Dakota State, I like. The Jacks, baby. I don't have the balls to pick. Everyone loves Houston. Yeah. So I don't know if I have the the balls to pick San Diego State. Uh, This bracket, again, is tough. I think Michigan, Cincinnati could be a ridiculous game. What is that? A Sweet 16? No, that'd be the Elite Eight. The only team to me that looks like they have a fairly clear path to at least the Elite Eight is Gonzaga. Because if you look down at the bottom half, Houston has to beat a San Diego State team that's coming, that just got 
that, that got its best player back, has won nine in a row, and just won their conference tournament. Then they got to go and beat Michigan, presumably, who just won the Big Ten tournament. Then they got to beat probably North Carolina, who was just in the ACC championship and was a potential number one overall seed. So that's that's tough. You look at North Carolina, they got to beat probably a Providence team that was just in the the Big East championship. Then either Michigan or Houston, so the Big Ten champion or the eight, the American runner-up. And then Xavier, I mean, it's interesting um, with Missouri because you've got... <laughs> we haven't even talked about Missouri. He's the best player in the country. I mean, potentially he's the best player. He, they, he was the number one recruit. Until Marvin Bagley, yeah. you know, reassigned. Um, Porter's the number one guy I want the Knicks to get. They'll never get him because the Knicks, they have to win the lottery to get the him. The dude's a 6'10 guard. Him next to Perzingis is, would be disgusting. disgusting. I want him so bad. His brother's good, too. Yeah. Jonte uh, Porter. Jonte Porter, he's a beast. He's another 6'11 dude. So he Xavier, doesn't have the athleticism, but... Everyone's going to be talking about that Missouri... Assuming Missouri gets through Florida State, who I know nothing about. Nothing. Uh, so then there's Xavier. I don't know anything about Gonzaga, really, except that they might move to the Mountain West. That's another thing. Brett, you got anything on this? What do you as, like about the way? As, as a Tar Heel fan, I mean, I have Carolina oh, yeah, coming on. Tar-heel it's just, head, yeah. just out of straight bias. And I think they're playing well right now. They have some heavy senior leadership in Luke May and Joel Berry and Theo Pinson. Theo Pinson's coming on pretty hot here in the last month. Uh, I, I like the way they're playing. But, I mean, you're looking at Michigan. Michigan's riding an 11-game win streak. They yeah. just beat Purdue and Michigan State on the way to a conference title. Love that. I, I mean, mean, really high Michigan. It, they are. They just played an NCAA tournament right there with those those two teams, and they're hot. And John Beeline, I think, is an underrated coach. I, I like John Beeline in the tournament. So mm-hmm. facing Michigan scares me in the Elite Eight. Um, I think that Michigan-UNC is a great matchup to look for. But, you know, that's assuming that UNC gets past Providence, who I got beating Texas A&M in, in the round of 32. And can, can I give a shout-out real quick? Uh, Providence coach Ed Cooley. You guys saw he had the towel around his face. Yeah, ripped his pants. That's happened to me when coaching a game. I saw <laughs> Did that. You have the, the I, I was watching it on mute last night. Like a sports center was just on in the background, and I saw the towel around his waist. I was like, oh, I bet he ripped his pants because I've done that before personally, and that happened to me. Empathy. At Saints. So honestly, I saw it too, and I thought he was just pulling like a John Thompson. Yeah. John, where like the towel thing. I was, and honestly, I thought it looked kind of sick, and it wasn't yeah. until the end of the game when they said he ripped his pants. But I realized what had happened. But yeah. I, so this this bracket for me is one where you look at it and it you can't you can't look at the matchups necessarily in my mind. You can't look at the matchups necessarily because matchups go both ways. I can look at UNC and say they gotta beat Providence and then they got either they gotta either beat Michigan or Houston, and then they either gotta beat Gonzaga or Xavier. And that's a tough road. Mm-hmm. But every one of those scenarios is also tough the other way. Like Michigan's gotta beat Houston and UNC and Gonzaga. Like it's tough the other way. So I think you just in what I what I would say is you gotta look at it and pick the best team. And in my mind, looking at this bracket, granted, I live with Brett Lacey, so I've the only team that I've really watched yeah. consistently this year is UNC, and I've watched them go from a mediocre team at the beginning of the yeah. season to maybe the the best team playing in February. And I, I, I can't not take UNC the way they've been playing lately. All right, Dean, you got UNC. Brett, do I even need to ask you who you're taking or it's just UNC? You don't need to ask. Okay, UNC. I would will definitely, even though I talked about both SDSUs in the first round, I'm going to go chalk to the Sweet 16. I just like – I don't feel good about any of these picks. And then Michigan's super hot, so I'm taking Michigan – 
knowing they're probably going to lose in the first or second round and will look like an idiot, but I'll take Michigan because you guys are both taking UNC. Where did Michigan go out last year? Because they won, they did this last year. They, they, cr- they, they destroyed my bracket. Who did they beat someone in the second round and kill me? Could one of you guys pull that out? Yeah, I'll pull up 2017. Because they went on a tear last year. They won the Big Ten tournament last year. I saw them play Purdue earlier this year because I've seen Purdue play so much. And I remember being unimpressed. And now they're hot and they beat Michigan State and Purdue. And I'm like, oh, I'm all in. And I don't. I feel terrible about that pick. Every, I think everyone's going to take UNC or Xavier. I can't imagine anyone's watched enough of Gonzaga to actually see it happening. All right. Let's Michigan went to the Sweet 16 and lost to Oregon. Who'd they upset? Was it Arizona? Louisville. Louisville. I had Louisville. I loved Louisville last year. God, Carlson they killed me. Louisville. Which means I'll definitely pick them this year, and then they'll screw me. Okay? Feel horrible about that. Okay. We're moving on to the South region. Let's see who we got in the South. The South is... This, I think... No, no, that's a never mind. I was gonna say this is the toughest bracket. We got UVA, who probably is the toughest road to the Final Four. I think I'm getting ahead of myself. Cincinnati, Tennessee. I know really not a lot about either of those teams, but then it's Zona and Kentucky at four, at four and five, which I think is insane. Love insane. I love like every year. I love Arizona, which probably means I won't win my pool because I pick them every year and it doesn't work out. Uh, not to get ahead of myself, but Arizona-Kentucky has got to be the best sweet, potential Sweet 16 game. Yeah. An absolutely absurd matchup. I think both of those teams are severely Se- under... Severely underseated. UVA, UVA fans got to be so upset. Because so they finally upset. have this like team that could score. They're the number one seed. They're like, yes! Damn it, we have to play either Kentucky or Arizona in, in Sweet 16. Yeah, and if you look at this bracket, the bottom half... Is not that good. I mean, I don't I want to undersell Cincinnati. Very top heavy. But you're, you're, the best three teams in this bracket are on the top half. The yeah. best three teams are UVA, Arizona, and Kentucky. I completely agree. Those, as soon as that bracket was released, I was like, well, I watched Cincinnati play today. They didn't impress me. I, yes, they're very defensive. That's great. Tennessee, I thought, was going to play Charleston. So I was just picking holes in Tennessee because I'm just ready to pick Charleston over anyone. But... Yeah, I like I love Arizona. What do you, just looking at that game, Arizona Kentucky potentially? Who do you guys like in that game? Because I think that's a really Kentucky's playing awesome, and Kentucky they're super is, big. They're super athletic. Kentucky is awesome, but their streak through the SEC tournament was based on hitting a lot of threes. And like the the Gabriel guy, like that's not even his thing. Yeah, the dude hit seven threes. He was seven for seven in the semifinal. From three, and that's not even his thing. So I, I feel like they're playing a little bit above, but there's also that feeling with Kentucky where you're like, maybe they're not playing above their, their mean right now. What they're actually doing is they're just starting to tap into the potential because all of these dudes are top 50 recruits. Yeah. So they're just now coming together and playing well. But then you look at Arizona, you've got Trier, who... Somehow is still on. Yeah, the team. I don't know what he's like suspended ineligibly and then back suspended indefinitely and then back like a week later. Yeah, no idea how that dude. Sean Miller somehow still a coach, although who knows what's I, going on. Yeah, with that. I don't know. Arizona, we could do a whole hour podcast on what's going on with Arizona. But you still got this dude who we watched him play last night, and with our I watched him extensively with our good friend Ben Litchie, and this Aiton dude looks like a generational type player. No, he's David Robinson like 2.0. He's just a monster. He's, he's, he's more athletic. 
Yeah. He's unbelievable. I like Raleigh Alkins. I know Aton is going to be probably the number one pick in the draft. You're totally right. This guy is a generational talent. He's freaking amazing. 7-1-250. Raleigh Alkins. Is that how I pronounce his first name? Do you pronounce the E? Is it Raleigh Alkins? I don't know. He, that dunk he had the other night, I think it was last night, was the most disrespectful where he just slammed and then like storms over the yep. USC player screen. I was like, oh my God, he's from Brooklyn. I really want the Knicks to get him too. I love this guy. Trier is awesome. What do you think, Brett, for this Arizona-Kentucky matchup? I, I like Arizona. I like Trier. I think he's, his experience is going to help with this. In addition to Aiden, Kentucky is one of those teams where if they get hot, they could very easily come out of this bracket. Coach Cow, just, just the talent that they have. But I haven't been hot on them all year. I think that Arizona, jumping ahead here a little bit, I got Arizona coming out of this bracket. I think that whichever team, if Kentucky gets hot enough to beat Arizona – I think Virginia's got to watch out. Virginia keeps bringing in one seeds and not getting past the Elite Eight. I don't see it happening, although Kyle Guy is playing lights out right yeah. now. Watching him the other night take down my Tar Heels, brutal. Um, so they're, they're reeling right now. But I got Arizona coming out of this bracket. I like it. I'm interested, Coach. How do you feel about Tennessee? I watched them play the other day, and they won the SEC, which – Solid conference, um, not certainly not the ACC, the Big East, or the Big 12, um, but they have absolutely no size. Their their biggest dude down low is Admiral, what right. I, and the dude's like 6'6". I mean, he's absolutely yoked, but he's like sick. They have no size, but they're, I mean, they came back. They were down 18 in the first half against... Kentucky, they came back, made that game interesting. They won the SEC. They've got a great record. They beat a lot of good teams. Yeah, they've lost. They barely lost to UNC. Barely lost to Nova. Beat Kentucky twice. They swept Kentucky actually this season. I don't know. I just so I, I never have faith in SEC teams. You know, it, Kentucky's kind of an outlier because they always have like six NBA players on their roster. But I just don't like the SEC. I mean, I know I'm saying all this and. South Carolina went to the Final Four last year, but Florida and Kentucky have yeah. won how many? Have been they beat, how many they beat Purdue by three, a team who I said I loved earlier this bracket. I, I do not honestly know a lot about I just I, their coach. What's his name? Uh, the, is the dude, isn't he the dude from Texas? I just saw that today, too. Barnes? Yeah. Isn't he basketball? Let me look at this up. I don't know. I don't know a lot about Tennessee. I don't like Tennessee. I'm not going to pick him. Yeah, Rick Barnes is their coach. Wow. I didn't even know that till today. I didn't know that until that shows how little I know. I know. I'm like, I watched uh, him play last night. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest unknown here is Cincinnati. Does they, anybody know anything about Cincinnati? They play really good defense and they've got veterans. That's what I know. So I like both those. They're UVA. They're like UVA. So this is just a extremely boring bracket. Besides, it is. The we haven't even talked Kentucky. about UVA. We even the number one team in the tournament. They've got athletes now. They could score. I just cannot get behind UVA because they play everyone so close. And they've had so many nail-biters in the last three weeks that I'm like, they're due for a loss. They have not allowed a team to score more than 70 points this season. That's insane. It's insane. The, the, watching the UNC, I know you were watching this, but watching the UNC game yesterday, it's just mind-boggling how actually good defensively they are. Because UNC, the whole second half, tried to pound the ball in, or these, like, every pass that goes through the paint is deflected, whether it's out of bounds or stolen. Regardless, nothing gets through. They def- they protect the rim. They play inside out defensively. 
it's like basically how I want my basketball team to play, but I think never have it. Yeah, I freaking love it. I love Tony Bennett. I love UVA, and I have no faith in them to go far in the tournament just because every game is going to be a nail biter. They, they slow every game down. I mean, Carolina's going to get out, and they're going to run as much as possible, but nobody has been able to do it. To your point, nobody scores more than 70 points on them. They slow everybody down, and... You know, they, but they don't overpower you on the offensive side, which means every game is just going to be close. And in March, I some random guy so, gets a little hot from behind the arc. But the, the thing is, they only lost two games all year. And those games were to West Virginia, which I don't know, I'm going to call it kind of a rivalry yeah, game, yeah. and Virginia Tech, a rivalry yeah. game. And, they, I mean, they, they're in the ACC. Yeah. And they went through and won the ACC yeah. tournament. Yeah. I mean, they have checked every box. Of a team going into the tournament, they've checked every box. They got 30 wins, 31 wins, third time in five seasons. Granted, how many times did they make the final four out of those? Zero. But they are playing extremely well of late. They've played well all year. They were in arguably the best conference and dominated the conference. Dominated the conference. Dominated the ACC. We have have one bracket left still, but our... Are they the most disrespected team on Two Idiots Talking Sports right now? Dude, After yeah. that entire pedigree you just yeah. listed off, Maybe. we would even I, want to spare a minute to talk about them potentially getting the final four. Well, it's tough when you've got such an intriguing matchup. They might lose to Creighton in the second round. Creighton beat Nova earlier this year. The like Jays? I'm like, yeah, I'm like a little. I'm just. You could pick them to the I final four. So. Every game, it's going to be like my bracket's about to end. It's like, oh, my God, UVA is only up four with two minutes left against Kansas State or UMBC, whoever the hell that is, or whoever. I worry about them against Kentucky, Arizona. I agree. Whoever comes out of the top half of this bracket, I think, is going to go to the final four. Uh, I believe to my core that UVA is the best team in the tournament. I really do. And if this was an NBA style where – or where there's multiple games yeah. played, it's not a single game. If they yeah. had to play three game series yeah. against everybody, they would win. It. That would be because yeah. if they had, to, it, no team would beat them two out of three. But that's not the way it is. And like you said, they play everybody close. And I don't know. I mean, they're also going to see some guys. I mean, they've never they're seen. They're going to go through a lot of NBA talent. They're going to go to Arizona or Kentucky. It's going to be on, like man. six NBA players coming out. Like, but oh my God. on the flip side of it, that's that's the only game they stumble. They've all of the road to the final four yeah. for number one teams. I, I don't think they're going to. They're not going to use the UMBC. They're not going to lose to Creighton. That Arizona Kentucky game, whoever comes out of that, that could be a stumbling block. Do I think they'll lose to Cincinnati no, or Cincinnati Tennessee or Nevada? No, no, they're not going to. No. So the only chance for them to lose is, is what we're saying Ooh. is in the is, is is in the Elite Eight. I was ready to pick them apart. I'm saying it right now. I'm taking UVA to the Final Four. I'm taking yeah. UVA. Yeah, I just I got I got to talk to you. I'm also going to change my Michigan pick before we're done here because I feel every time I look at my piece of paper and I see Michigan there, I'm like, I know Michigan's not going to the Final <laughs> Four. Why did I pick Michigan to the Final Four? I got an All Cats Elite Eight. Uh, Ooh. Arizona taking down Cincinnati. Woo! I like the Zona pick a lot. Ooh, I, do I want UVA or Zona? I, I'm so indecisive. I need to have Wildcats. a little bit higher seed in my Final Four. Can I, I do two? two? <laughs> Absolutely shocking Arizona four seed. Absolutely shocking. Yeah, it's shocking. I mean, the Pac-12 was utter garbage this year. Actually, no. I I like Zona as an FU to the entire nation after everything that they went through and then they go to the Final Four and there's all this controversy and they're like, fuck you, we're, we're, we're Zona, we're the first Final Four. And then everything happens this summer, and they have to blow it up. But at the same time, nothing. It, it, it almost sounds like it's going the other way now. Not to get it, not yeah. to get into it. I mean, it sounds like it was nothing. Yeah, 
That's so, true. Uh, I do have two first round matchups I really want to talk about, even though we've already went on to the finals. Yeah. I cannot wait to watch Texas Nevada. Okay. Mob Bamba. Bamba. Top five NBA pick is, uh, and I also love Shaka. injured. Yeah. Was well, he going to play? I didn't even know that. Yeah, he, uh, he already committed to playing, and he played. Yeah. Shaka Smart and Bamba, and they're like ridiculous defense against Nevada, who's one of the best offensive teams in the nation and one of the worst defensive teams in the nation. So it's like tenacious defense and length against an offensive. I don't want to use a juggernaut, but one of the best offensive teams in the nation in Nevada. The Martin Twins light it up. That game's going to be sick. If you like, I mean, seeing which style of play wins out. I also like Loyola, Chicago. Ooh, the Ramblers. Yeah. The Ramblers. They shoot 40% from deep. They've won at Florida earlier this year. Listen to this. Miami has won its last four games by a total of eight points. I'm taking I'm taking Loyola, Chicago in the first round. I got my the first Ramblers. round upset. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I got the Ramblers as well. I got the games, but... Any players to watch? We talked about Aton, uh, eight, is it Aiden or Aton? I've been saying Aiden, but I don't know. He's a stud. I, I would say, just just to throw it out there, um, I was looking up teams that score a lot of points, because I just love yeah. teams that score a lot of points, and Buffalo. <laughs> the home of Mac. Yeah, Mac's I mean, a baby. He, uh... uh obviously <laughs> didn't play basketball, but they fill it up, and I'm... It's, it's just a curious... They're not beating Zoda. <laughs> I'm not even going to entertain that. I do think Nevada, if Nevada gets through Texas. Are you giving a... Nevada a, versus Cincinnati in the second round. I'm going to go ahead and say I like Nevada to the Sweet 16 because they're offensive. Ooh, they're going to light it up. Okay. They're going to beat Texas. Cincinnati did not impress me today. Yes, they're a good team, but I think anyone can beat them. You, uh, you seem to give an automatic pass to the round of 32 to Creighton. Not, no love for Kansas State in that 8-9? I know absolutely nothing about Kansas State. So I'm just ignoring them. And okay. Creighton, I know, beat Villanova. And that's really all I know about them as well. So mm. that's enough Creighton's for me. Athletic. We're getting real in-depth here on Two Idiots Talking Sports. Our three idiots today. Any other thoughts on the South? We got UVA, Zona, UVA. No, my only thought on the South is... I am going to express my general regret for not having watched more of Aiden play before the Pac-12 tournament. Before because he's going, to play, he's going to go and play for the Atlanta Hawks and you won't see him again for three years. That dude was unbelievable to watch. No, I he, mean, he's a stud. They had plays where they were throwing, because the, they got a European guy who's seven foot one, and they play at the same time. Yeah. He plays the four and this dude plays the five. Yeah. And they were throwing lot. They'd give it to the seven foot one European guy at the top at the at the free throw line, and he'd throw a lob to Aiton and dunk it. It's like who can possibly stop yeah. this? Like you're a lob from seven foot one to seven foot who's catching it like at the top of the backboard and dunking it. Like that's an that's a, that works every single time against every single opponent. I do love Arizona. I, I need Arizona to get out of this cloud of you know judgment and whatever's going on with that program right now because I love them. I love Miller. I want everything to be okay there because they're just all, they're like the West Coast team that's like really fun to root for, and they're really good every year, even though he's never been to the Final Four. All right. Lastly, Midwest. Is that what it is? I've lost my place. All right, Midwest. In the Midwest region, we have this, I think, is the toughest bracket. That's saving the best for last because we got Kansas as the one seed. They looked awesome in their tournament. Yep. Who did they play? Who did they beat? I just forgot. They beat, in the championship, they, they just, beat West Virginia. Yeah, they beat the crap out of West Virginia. Huge comeback. They looked ridiculous. Graham, what's their point guard? Graham looked awesome. Anyway, Duke, Michigan State, I love. 
Uh, I'm not buying Oklahoma at the 10 seed. We'll talk about them. They got my col- – oh my, I'm about to get emotional. My College of Charleston, Cougars, haven't been in the tournament since 99. They're in the tournament. They're playing in San Diego. I'm freaking out right now. They're 13 seed. I've been waiting my basically whole adult life since I turned 18 for them to make runs in the tournament. Practically went there because they were this like D1 mid-major going to the tournament every other year. I went to school there, and then they didn't go to the tournament again for 19 years. So, And anyway. let it be known that Coach has a lacrosse game that he's coaching yeah. that, that Friday that may or may not prevent him from seeing his College of Charleston <laughs> in the tournament. We'll see where his priorities are. Yeah, I'm freaking out about Friday. I've got a big meeting at work. I, got, I was just praying that they played Thursday because Thursday I could navigate my day much easier. Friday I'm like locked into some heavy We're going to really see where his priorities lie. But if the game is at night, you know, it's in San Diego. It's going to be the evening. If they're the last game in San Diego, which is a 25% chance, which, scheme of things, is not horrible odds. Well, it's actually, it's pretty bad odds. But we'll see. Then I'll be at that game. We'll see. I, I if, don't even – I had an anxiety. If there's any lacrosse coaches in the San Diego area that are willing to step in and sub in for Coach Collins no. so that he can see his college we of Carlson. Are, we are. The game is a big game, too. We're playing Francis Parker. They tried to hire me in the offseason. And I basically turned it down to stay at Point Loma, and now we're playing each other, and it's kind of like an extra <laughs> FU to them. Like, oh, you should have hired me. Go, wow, I'm going to just crush them. I didn't even want to take the day. Anyway. So uh, what you're saying is you have zero confidence in College of Charleston to get to the second that's, round. That's no. what I want to ask you. No. Let's, let's jump into the matchup. Yeah. All right. Is, is I, the College of Charleston is my Cinderella team. I love this team. They have lost one game since January 13th. They're playing a injured Auburn team. Both their big men are out. They have no rim protection. Charleston attacks the rim. They've got their fourth or fifth leading scorer all time. Chaley going to the rim. Riller is this new point guard. He's a sophomore. He averaged 19 points a game. I am in on Charleston. Auburn is ripe for an upset. Clemson's best player is hurt. They're going to get by Clemson in the sixth round. Charleston to the Sweet 16. Oh, I'm man. also wearing a College of Charleston hat right now as we tell you this, but... Uh, that's my like Charleston rant. I, I like this team past Auburn. I think they have a chance against Clemson. D- Dean and I are sitting here with absolutely mm, no, no words. No. SEC basketball stinks. Yeah, but they, they won the SEC. They won the SEC regular season, I believe. And okay. they're coached by Bruce Pearl, who... who can, say, sweaty say, monster. Say what you want about Bruce Pearl. The guy's a good coach. Uh, and they're just... It's a different talent level. I mean... I want to get behind College of Charleston. I'm going to be rooting you're for them. You're going to watch them, and you're going to immediately fall in love with them. I'm, I'm going like, to be I rooting for them, but I'm not going to be picking them. Oh, you're, I, I honestly am now questioning if I'll ever invite you guys back on this podcast. <laughs> What's all right? We both leave, you know, we both leave the country in a month, so it's all right. All right, outside of Charleston, I'm just kidding. But what are other teams, matchups you like? I want to jump in here yeah. real quick. Um, last season... Eddie Madonna, our good friend, jumped in and did this podcast with you. Yeah. Uh, just real quick shout out to Ed. Congrats on Syracuse. I was watching the selection show today, and the chairman said that they were, in fact, the last team in the tournament. So, uh, by the skin of your teeth, congrats, Ed. I, I actually a, got them coming out of out of that first first round. That's an interesting yeah. matchup because you've got both the Cuse and ASU who have, when you look at the things like RPI and BPI, they're yeah. both solid. Because they both had, or Syracuse won, had an incredible strength of schedule and won some big games, but overall had a bad record. And then you've got ASU, who started the season 12-0. and They were like number three in the country or something like that. Yeah. And so you've got these two teams that 
There's Arizona, Arizona State, you can say, like, well, their overall body of work was solid, but, I mean, they've been terrible lately. They're like Oklahoma. The other yes. And you've got Syracuse that it's like, well, their record isn't great, but, yeah, their record isn't great because they played an absolute gauntlet of a schedule. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're both um, – Syracuse is a battle-tested team, and ASU is clearly a talented team. I mean – I mean, I again, this is the 11-6 seed play in 11 game. And whoever wins that game, I'm picking them over TCU. Another Same. team I really know nothing about Absolutely. and don't care about. Yeah. Yep. Um, I love the bottom half of this bracket I just love. Michigan State. That potential matchup lo- between oh my God. Michigan, Michigan State, State Duke, Duke. I love it. I love it. Um, I mean, you've got two. I don't two. even know who to start with. One of the best you, matches in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that will be the best. I think that could be the best matchup. Well, we'll see what, who, you know how seeds play out, but... Michigan State was the number one season, well, number one preseason pick. Duke, when they're playing well, looks like an unbeatable team. They're unbeatable. My, they're my pick to Martin, the best team in the tournament. Bagley and Grayson and Allen. They got all these, uh, Trent, and they got Duvall and all Carter these guys. Jr. Yeah. Yeah, Wendell Carter Jr., Michigan State, Jaron Jackson, Miles Bridges. Bridges is a beast. I mean, it's too... Izzo, I think, is my favorite coach in college basketball. I just think Izzo's like a beast. January, February, yeah. Izzo, April... Yeah. See the shirts. Yeah. Izzo doesn't lose in March. I like I like Michigan State over Duke because I worry about Duke's defense. I worry about Grayson Allen combusting. What, so the what crazy you, thing, and we talked about this the other day, there have been games this season where I've watched Duke and said they're unbeatable. Yes, like absolutely. Just Second half up, against UNC at the, end of the re- at the end of the regular season. Just straight up. Yeah. Wendell Carter and... Bagley in the center. Bagley looks like Kevin you Garnett. Got two, yeah. You know, Bagley's a top five pick. Carter's like a top fifteen yeah, pick. Top Grayson yeah. Allen's a All American senior playing. Yeah. You know, the dude can hit threes from anywhere. They look unbeatable, but then they get beat. Yeah. And it's just baffling when you watch them play because they score. They come down the court sometimes and score so easily that you're just like, well, they can do that every time. Nobody can ever stop them. Yeah. And they, they sh- the zone that they're playing now, they've got Carter and Bagley who cover the entire court. Yeah. Like these two guys are seven foot or close to it with seven foot wingspans. They cover the entire court. I just don't know how people score against them. But Michigan State also has a top 10 pick big man. And then they've got Bridges, who was supposed to be a top 10 pick, now going to still be a top 15 yeah. to 20 pick. He might go and to the Knicks, by the way. Bridges. Every every Knicks fan wants Miles Bridges. It sounds like everybody so bouncy. He's so bouncy, but I'm like really worried about him on the next level. He can create his own shot. He's one what of those position guys is he? Is, yeah. Well, yeah, he's in between. I actually had the, the pleasure to see Michigan State in East Lansing play yeah. this year. Oh, that's sick. And, yeah, it was sick. And... Uh, he had, right when we got there, early on, they came down and just kind of lobbed up, just kind of yeah. tossed the ball towards the rim. And he went up and got it and flushed it. And it was one of those where, you're like, you're in person, you re- like, you see these things on TV, and you're like, wow. Yeah. He's, like, I mean, he's going to be a dunk tunk contest participant. But I, I don't know. I think the, my favorite tweet I read about college basketball all year was – about Coach K. It was about halfway through the season, and they say the biggest flaw you could say in Coach K's coaching pedigree is that as he has adopted the one-and-done mentality over the last couple of years, he has proven that he has not been able to get these kids to play defense. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that they have to play zone, to me, as a coach, I mean, what do I know about over Coach K? Nothing, but it's sad. Like, you look at Coach K, uh, Cal Perry, 
he gets them in. He gets those kids. Like it's up and down, but Kentucky could play defense. Mm-hmm. They're long, they're athletic, and then Coach K gets these athletes every year, these top five picks, and he can't get them to play any defense, and they have to go zone. And it happens every year. I know it's a different roster every year, but I don't know. Brett, we were talking about it. it when crazy. we were watching it, when we were watching Duke UNC the other day and Bagley was scoring, you kept saying, like, that's not stoppable. You can't stop it. They, they just seem to score at will when they want to. But like you said, for whatever reason, they go for seven minutes at a time and they don't score and they get beat. And as much as I like Duke and when they're hot, I think that they're the best team in the tournament. I think they have the most talent. That second-round potential matchup with Rhode Island, the way Rhode Island's kind of been playing, Duke has an off night. They can get tripped up, and they can get tripped up early. So I have them Rhode getting Island. past. Are you looking past Trey Young and the potential oh, yeah. Trey yeah. Young? Yeah, I'm lost. looking past. I'm out on Oklahoma. I was hoping one of you guys would talk about I'm out on Trey Young, frankly. Yeah. I, I, he's too little. And people can't, pro- projecting him as a top 10 pick yeah. and making the comp yeah. to Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Like These other dudes, not to get into the draft, but these other dudes that they're getting – they're they're predicting in the yeah. top ten like yeah these other guys their floor is like you know borderline yeah. all star that's yeah. their floor yeah Trey Young's floor is like washed out in the D League yeah. in two years the dude's tiny I think he uh, he rem- I worry about his size I said this on a podcast earlier this season that I worry about his size I know Orlando loves him the Magic which would make perfect sense because they make horrible picks every year. Um, <laughs> But I don't know. I, I who was the guy who was on Michigan a few years ago uh, when they went to the Final Four? God, he's on the Knicks right now. Hardaway. He played with Hardaway. Who was the good point guard? Oh my God! I but Trey Burke. Trey Young. Trey Burke. He's on the Knicks right Trey. now. I can't believe I forgot his name. He reminds me of Trey Burke. Like different playing style. He's, he's a better Trey. shooter, yeah. but he needs the ball in his hands all the time. He's little. He's going to struggle on defense. I worry about his transition. To I just day. don't like making a player comp to a guy that is extremely unique. Steph Curry is extremely unique. Yeah. So it's like I made the analogy of the day. It is like making a player comp for a pitcher yeah. to Tim Lincecum. Yeah. Like you just can't do that. Yeah. There's not a, there's not like there's not guys that roll through like Tim yeah. Lincecum every day. There are big men that are seven one that are athletic yeah. who make it in the NBA all the time. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, yes, I'm looking past it. But I'm not looking past that potential matchup in the Elite Eight of Michigan State and Duke because yeah. that would no. that, that might be the best game in the tournament. Maybe. What about, we haven't even talked about Kansas. Kansas has to get through Penn, who cares, Seton Hall. Hey, you know, I just, I read NC State's head coach was a high school coach a year ago, which I freaking really? love. Yeah, I just read wow. that. And Did NC State, uh, listen, I'm not picking NC State over Kansas, but NC State this year has wins over Arizona, Duke, UNC, and Clemson. Wow, I know. I didn't know. I didn't know that was a little ESPN research. So don't sleep on NC State. I'm not taking them over Kansas. I like Kansas over Charleston in the Sweet Sixteen, <laughs> <laughs> and then I like Michigan State over Duke. And I'm taking Michigan State over Kansas without even really talking about Kansas. Do you guys have any thoughts on Kansas? You know, I'm, I'm writing in. Uh, by the way, Michigan State for me right now. I. I'm in on Kansas right now. I remember watching them in the regular season and thinking to myself, Kansas does not lose at home. They lost three or four games this yeah. year at Fog Allen. And it just looked like, all right, this might be the first year that they don't actually win the Big 12 mm-hmm. outright. But sure enough, here they're they come. They're awesome down the stretch. They, he himself is incredible, man. He, and is, hot he is such they're, a good coach. They're playing well. Uh, Graham, is that his name? Yeah. yeah. He – 
he's peaking senior right guard. now. He went, guards, he went in the tournament. off against West Virginia well, in the second was, half. He was, I believe he was the Big Ten tournament player player of the tournament yeah. two years ago. Yeah. And it was, again, this – I mean, that dude is good. The thing that scares me about Kansas is this year they seem so dependent on the three ball. Yeah. And that's just something that can kind of come and go. But when I look at their – when I look at their path – Who's going to beat them before either Michigan State or Duke? Who's going to beat them? Penn? I don't see it. Seton Hall or NC State? I Clemson mean, or Auburn I mean, or if, Charleston? or like, if Charleston's confidence is hot after <laughs> taking out Auburn and Clemson. <laughs> Listen, Clemson and Auburn both have major injuries. None Clemson. of these – no, well, my point on Kansas is nobody will beat them before they get to the Elite Eight. Yeah. So if I have to pick a team – that's a safe pick, but actually I'm picking. Michigan Can I give State. one more Auburn stat? I know I'm just like not even listening to you at this point. Auburn's lost four of their last six. Both rim protectors out for the year. I just like that. I, I love Bruce Pearl painting his body and going oh, in the right. student section. Disgusting. I hate him. He's, he's too sweaty and gross for me. He's too much. You, guy well, he's like a slob. He's you can't gross. fault a guy for sweating. Yeah, like Miller for Arizona. What's his first? I, I want to say John, Archie, John, but that's John. his brother. Yeah. He sweats like a maniac, but at least he like kind of like he looks sloppier than Bruce Pearl. Honestly. No, he Bruce Pearl looks like down. a greasy uncle he's from New up. Jersey. That's great. He's like a used car salesman, <laughs> and he's done some shady stuff. Yeah, I put him on the same level oh, yeah. with Sean Miller. They're yeah. both like that. Talking about shady, jeez. Uh, uh, all right, is there any other players to watch? I just put everyone on Michigan State and Duke because those rosters are loaded. I mean, I, I will say as much as I knock Trey Young, the player to watch is Trey Young because he's the only dude down here that can just like. I mean, if he puts up forty and forty, they might make the. They might. It might be Michigan State, Oklahoma, because yeah. the dude can legitimately put up 40, 40 points, ten assists in a game, and beat a squad. He has the talent to take over a game and whatever. I just the fact that they. I did. I did double check because they were ranked like eighth earlier this season, and then I saw their win loss record. The other day, and I had to go through their game log. I'm like, oh, my God. They just, they've lost 8 of 10. Yeah. 8 of 10. Charles Barkley, I don't know if you guys saw him on this election show. Charles Barkley was ripping the guy who put him in. He's like, he's like, well, we had him as a high seed early. He's like, how high? Do you have him as a one seed? Because they've lost 8 of 10. I don't know how far you drop him to the 10. Uh, other players I like is the kid on Michigan State we didn't talk about, Jaron Jackson. Yeah. He, they're saying, is a top five pick. That's what I was talking great. about. Yeah. He can match up against Bagley. And he is a defensive monster. He's the reason why I like them over Duke because I think you already said this, but he shuts down Bagley. I like Michigan State. Uh, I have Michigan State to the Final Four. Who's your Final Four team out of this bracket? So I've, quickly, I've got a player to watch, which is Azabuki yeah. on Kansas. He was yeah. hurt for the Big 12 tournament, okay. and okay. he's going to be coming back for the NCAA tournament, which is one of those where, like, they might have played their best basketball during the Big 12 tournament, and now you're bringing this starter back into the rotation. How does that affect things? I don't know. That makes me – I hate when you're, you're trying to – you have guys who are impact players trying to find their stroke in the tournament. That makes me nervous. Yeah. But he's more of a defensive rebounding guy anyway. More of a Dennis, Can- Rob- Dennis Robinson. Kansas is a shoe into the Elite Eight. Yes. A shoe. They get by NC State yep. for that random-ass stat I brought up earlier. They're a shoe into the Elite Eight. I like Michigan State. Who you? Who are your guys' final fours? And then let's wrap this up. I got Duke coming out at this one. I've got Michigan State. Okay, Brett's got Duke. Dean, you got Michigan State. Mm-hmm. 
I am officially changing two of my picks because I actually thought about it. I hate Michigan. I'm taking Xavier for no reason. And I'm changing X. And I'm taking Zona because I just want to root for Zona and their FU tour against the nation. Uh, all right. I know that's whatever. It's my podcast, so I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> all right. Who do you guys like in the finals between Dean? You've got UVA, UNC, Villanova, Michigan State. Okay. Who do you like between Nova and – no, that's the wrong bracket. UVA versus UNC in the final four. Who do you like? So this is my tough one because I still legitimately think that UVA is the best team in the tournament. However, there's an old adage in sports that says it's hard to beat a team three times. Yeah. They have beat UNC three times, Mm -hmm. but I only assume that that adage continues to say it's even harder to beat a team four times, Mm. especially, you know, that only applies when it's a team, when it's two teams that are on the same level, which these two teams are. So I cannot, I just can't pick UVA to go four and O against North Carolina this year. And as much as it pains me. Because I won't be able to live with Brett Lacey if UNC makes a third consecutive you, you national championship. But uh, I've got UNC over UVA, and then um, I, 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 I just think that Nova's. Exp- oh, sorry. Hold your thought. We'll okay. go to that. I want to hear what, who Brett has. UNC. So, no, you took. Who did you take? I took UNC. Okay, my fault. Who do you got? You have. Brett has UNC versus Zona. I'm going UNC. I like the way they're playing now. And and I'm not stupid. I like asked it and then I looked at you. I was like, what what, what, am I asking about? I have Zona versus Xavier. I really don't even know a lot about Xavier, but they made a big run last year. They brought almost everyone back. I'm taking Zona to the finals. They got the best player in the tournament. Four seed, folks. Four seed. Sick at. They're underseeded. They should be a two seed. Shout out to my boy. Shout out to my boy Ahmad who went to Zona. He'll be happy about that. Uh, in the other bracket, Dean, you've got Michigan State versus Nova. Who do you got? This one kills me because I love Nova's experience. I love their guards, but I think that Nova's flaw is the fact that they don't have a lot of uh, big presence. Almost, I mean, Providence almost exposed them. Um, in terms of... Yeah, they, they had a tough run in that in, championship game. Because Providence was big, and Michigan State is bigger and better, so I'm going to take Michigan State. Okay, Michigan State. Interesting. Brett, you got Nova and Duke? Well, I can't in any, any good conscience put Duke Carolina... That would be so awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you not take Duke? Which, that would, which be awesome. would be... Honestly, so I, I would... I, I like what setup I have going on here because... If it was Duke Carolina, that would be the ultimate for, yeah. for a UNC fan. But I got Nova getting into it, and this is one of redemption. You know, yeah, Carolina right. should have back-to-back national titles right now, in my opinion. And and I think that you know this would be their third. You shot. guys like them three straight final four. That's insane. Joel, put Joel Berry's jersey in the rafters. Yeah, he's a beast. And, uh, and and bring on Villanova in the finals. Okay, I also I have Nova Michigan State. I'm taking Nova. I think Jay Wright is awesome. I think their guard play is awesome. I think I think Nova's the best team in the tournament. I'm taking Nova over Arizona for the championship. I just think they're well coached. They have experience. I love everything about them, even though I initially picked Purdue. Uh, who do you guys have winning it all? Does Jay Wright's just exemplary wardrobe influence you as all at all as a coach. Well, you know what I fell in love with him was after they beat you. No offense, when they beat UNC and his post game, his post press conference, 
I just like, he was just so humble and so genuine. And I was just like, this guy is the freaking man. I only coach JV boys basketball, but I like really pay attention to when coaches talk and what they do and how they carry themselves and when they split their pants. All these sayings like mean something to me. And when Jay Wright spoke after the press conference, I was like, I want to be that guy. He may be humble, but he spends five grand on his suits every time. So. Yeah, that's sick. If yeah. I made that much money, I'd do the exact same thing. Yeah, I'd stop going to men's warehouse and I'd buy some real suits. <laughs> um, who do you guys have? Oh, Brett, you're taking your Rede- Redemption just, complete. Yeah. Two, uh, two in a row, two of the last three. Love it. It's a good time to be a Heels fan. Okay, we'll see. I don't even have them to the Final Four. And Dean? Michigan State. Michigan State all the way. I feel better about taking them to the Final Four, the fact that you like them all the way. They got You like them all the way. They have to get through Duke in the Sweet 16, so that might be, that might be tough. All right, that is it. That is two idiots, well, I guess three idiots today talking sports. Our third annual March Madness preview. Props, if you made it all the way through this podcast, you can check us out on Twitter, two underscore... Idiots talking. I don't know if you guys follow us on Twitter, but you should. I'm, I'm a great follower. Anyway, thanks for listening. We're out. Peace. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Brett and Dean, thanks for being on. Oh, thanks yeah. for having <laughs> Later. Be sure to get down good along with the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, man, they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to AC, DC to Cali. You can't get them out of your mind, no They talk about the sports all the time